Finn J.D. John, FJ at OffbeatOregon.com, and this is the Daily Offbeat Oregon History Podcast. Today, for your listening pleasure, we have an archive show, first published as a newspaper column and podcast episode sometime in the last 10 years. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy it. This story was first published on April 4th, 2010, under the headline, Wolf Creek Inn Was Writing Retreat for Jack London. Here we go. There were times during Hollywood's golden age when Clark Gable simply couldn't be found anywhere. Studio executives would search frantically for the top-shelf star, needing to talk to him about a project and facing a tight deadline, but he'd be gone. In fact, he'd be fly-fishing on the Umpqua River in Oregon while staying in a small inn that today is the oldest continually operating hotel in the state, the Wolf Creek Tavern. The tavern got its start in 1883 when pioneer Henry Smith built the Six-Bit House on the stagecoach road used for folks traveling the Oregon stagecoach line between Portland and Sacramento. Four years later, he built a bigger inn right across the street, a, quote, first-class hotel featuring 16 guest rooms, separate men's and ladies' parlors, and a nice dining room. There were, however, no bathrooms. Each room came with a bowl and pitcher of clean water, and a, quote, deluxe privy stood just outside the back door. The meaning of first class has, it appears, changed in the intervening years, at least in the Oregon frontier. So, too, has the meaning of tavern. This new place was called the Wolf Creek Tavern, but it served no alcohol. Today, the original six-bit house is gone. The stagecoach stopped running in 1887, which was the same year the tavern was built, because a railroad link to Sacramento made it obsolete. But Highway 99 followed the same route, and the hotel business remained brisk. It got even brisker after word of the tavern's charms reached Hollywood. In addition to Gable, the inn's guest register includes the names of Mary Pickford, Douglas Fairbanks Jr., Orson Welles, and Carol Lombard. Other notables who have stayed there included Sinclair Lewis, then-President Rutherford Hayes, and Jack London. London was a regular guest, staying with his wife in a tiny room over the front porch while he worked. He wrote a short story titled The End of the Story and put the finishing touches on the manuscript for Valley of the Moon while staying at the Wolf Creek Tavern. Nearby London Peak is named in his honor. Other guests left their mark on the tavern in a different way. Working cowboys needed a place to sleep whilst traveling through the area, but they couldn't cough up the six bits for a night's stay. Six bits, of course, is 75 cents. So Smith let them stay in the attic of the tavern for a dime a night. The the problem was the attic wasn't fully floored. There was only a shelf of sorts around the perimeter, two or three boards wide. So to keep from rolling off this shelf and crashing through the board and batten ceiling into some unsuspecting guest's room, the cowboys would jam their spurs into the rafters. The marks from these spurs left 125 years ago can still be seen. The tavern was a successful enterprise for most of its life. Its closest brush with disaster came after Interstate 5 took all the traffic off of Highway 99 in the 1960s. 
Still, partly because it's just a few hundred yards off I-5, it still managed to survive until 1975, when the Oregon Department of Parks and Recreation bought it and started a complete historically accurate restoration, completed in 1979. Since then, the Parks Department has operated it, either directly or through concessionaries, with an eye for historical accuracy. The rooms now have private bathrooms, but otherwise they're just like they were a hundred years ago. There are no TVs, although there is Wi-Fi in the hotel. The restaurant is particularly nice, trimmed and decorated just as it was a century ago, and it enjoys a really good reputation. Two rooms in particular are not available to stay in, though. The huge room that movie stars used to stay in has been set up just as it was when Clark Gable was expected, right down to the whiskey de decanters full of what looks like scotch, and roped off as a museum-like tableau. The same has been done with the closet-sized, very basic Jack London room just a few steps down the hall. The contrast between them is striking, and if you happen to be a novelist, maybe a little depressing. Key sources in this story have included works by Jan Gumprecht Bannon, Finn John, and TheWolfCrickInn.com. Well, that's our show for today. Thanks again for listening, and I do hope you enjoyed it. This podcast is part of Offbeat Oregon History, a public history resource for the state we love. Check out our hub page at OffbeatOregon.com to explore all the other things we do or to find full citations and visuals that go with today's show. This podcast is covered under a Creative Commons license. For details of that, see offbeatorgan.com cc. Our theme music is by the Atlas String Band and was written by Carmen Ficara. Listen and download more at atlasstringband.com. Offbeat Oregon History episodes are uploaded every weekday morning at around 6 a.m., so it'll be a couple of days before you get your next fix. Until then, go out and fill up the rest of the day and the subsequent weekend with good stuff. Bye now. Bye now.